What is up, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of the Main Event Heat Podcast. I am your host, Rob Weathers. Going to have just a nice, short, and sweet episode of the podcast this week. I am. I usually film the show on the weekends. I'll film it usually on either Saturday or Sunday, and then release the episode every Monday, Monday, 7 a.m. Eastern Time, on the dot, every single week. Well, sometimes, if I'm going to be going out of town for wrestling like I am this week, I'll have to record it a little bit earlier, and I'm actually going to be on the road Friday, Saturday, and Sunday this week, so today is Wednesday. I'm recording the podcast super fucking early, so I've got to get the whole thing recorded and edited in the next couple of days, so by the time you guys hear this, I will have recorded this several days in advance, and I don't really like doing that because I feel like a lot of stuff will happen in wrestling, like I'll miss a few shows that I would have really liked to talk about on the podcast, but I couldn't do it because I had to record super early, and I do that because I don't like messing with the date that the show is going to come out, and I I definitely don't want to miss a week unless I'm going to, you know, do a season two or something like that, then I'm, I'm fine with missing some time, but you know, I've talked a little bit on here before about how I, I really like structure. I like doing things a certain way and I just can't fuck with it. So with that being said, our topic this week is basically going to be, you know, me going out on the road. I, I'll be out Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Like I said, by the time this, uh, this episode drops, I will have done my, my short little tour across the state. I hope it goes well. You know, by the time, like I said, by the time this comes out, I will have known if it went well or not. I'll make sure to keep you guys updated on that. I think I'm actually going to take this opportunity to come up with some content for the YouTube page. I think I might do a little travel vlog or something of me going to these different shows to give you guys a little look into what my life as a professional wrestling, I guess, personality is. And it's good practice anyway, because a lot of what I'm going to be doing this weekend is filming for a vlog. And I thought Friday, my original plan was I was going to be in Canton, Georgia at Southern Honor, helping Zicky out with his vlog and his Twitch stream. But then I get a text message from Gallows, not three hours after he told me to go work in Canton if I had stuff to do on Friday. I get a text message from him three hours after telling me that, that he wants me in Forsyth on Friday to help him out with the Talk and Shop vlog. Now, as any of you guys listening to this show are probably aware of, if you listen to the episode where I talked about getting fired from my last podcast, which was affiliated with Talk and Shop. I used to do a vlog for Talk and Shop. Now, if you guys follow them on their YouTube page, they have an actual official Talk and Shop vlog now. And I've been asked to film it this weekend. And I've got mixed feelings on it. You know, it's it's cool because, you know, I, I have nothing but love for Drew and Chad. You know, I feel like I get along with those guys great. I've never had any issues with those guys. And, and Drew gave me my first job in the business. So I I have all the respect in the world to Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson. But at the same time, a little bit of a tattered relationship there. You know, mostly it's Rocky's fault though. And he's not going to be there. So I guess I'm not sweating it too much, but it's kind of weird, you know, just, uh, you know what? Now that I think about it, I don't even know if those guys know that I got fired. I'm going to ask them this weekend if they even know. I don't think that they do because 
Why the fuck would they ask me to do this of all people, of all of Gallows' minions? Why am I the one that has to film the vlog? But, you know, that's not to say that that I'm, I'm you know, upset about it. That's not to say that it's something I don't want to do. I, I, I love to help the boys out, you know, anything for the boys. But it's definitely kind of weird, you know, considering my history with that podcast. And here I, I am back again, helping out with stuff like nothing ever happened. You know, it's funny if you still, like, if you go and check out their YouTube page now and you watch any of the clips, like the video clips from their podcast episodes that they put up, at the end of those episodes, you'll hear a little thing saying subscribe to the Patreon to get all these other perks and all that. That's me. That's my voice. Like, they're still using the ad that I recorded for them almost a year ago. <laughs> it's just so... It's such a weird relationship with, with them. I think the only people that know that I even got fired are my ex-co-host, because he's the the one that had to do it, and Rocky, because he's the one that told him to do it. I think they're the only people that know. It's just, it's putting me in a really uncomfortable position, and I kind of can't wait to at least get past Friday so I can get past that awkwardness, because it's going to be kind of weird for me. It's not going to be weird for anybody else. They're not going to give a shit. Drew's just happy that he's got somebody filming the vlog for him, so he doesn't have to do it. But it's definitely going to be kind of weird. Moving on from that, yeah, I'll be in Forsyth for the big Lariato versus IWN show that they've got going on there. And then Saturday, I'm going to be in Dublin, Georgia, filming for Lariato on the Impact Plus app again. Going to be the first time I've done commentary since July 10th. I'm really, really looking forward to that. And then Sunday, I'll be back in Atlanta for Championship Wrestling who has uh, kind of been, you know, I, I've always said that Lariato was my home promotion, but really my home promotion the last couple of months has been championship wrestling. That's been the only constant in my life for the last few months. But regardless, you know, I'm really thankful to get back out there. One of the things that I do not like about my position in the wrestling business is I work kind of sporadically. You know, I'll do some shots here and there, but, uh, you know, it's it's I'll have maybe a week or so out of the month where I'm super fucking busy. And then the rest of that time, I'm not doing shit. I'm just sitting on my hands because I can't get booked anywhere else. And I hate that. I wish I had something a little more regular, but it just be that way. You know, if anything, there's a lot of positives that are going to come out of this trip. One, I'm actually recording this episode on my portable podcast rig. I went and bought a new laptop, mostly because I was running the music for championship wrestling on my Chromebook. And that shit was sketch. Like I, there's a little peek behind that curtain. I play all of the music off of Dropbox. And every time I would open the Dropbox app on my Chromebook, it would like fucking crash if I did anything like immediately after opening it. And that scared the shit out of me every time I press play on somebody's music. I was like, please don't crash. Please don't crash. I was on the edge of my seat for four fucking hours with that Chromebook. So I bought me a new laptop you know, that got me something pretty decent. So hopefully that's not going to be a problem again. And I've got, I've got another microphone. This is, if it's, if it's, if the show sounds similar to how it usually does, it's because this is the same kind of microphone that I use in my studio setup. And, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that maybe I can even get a few interviews this weekend while I'm on the road. That'd be neat. If not, it's no big deal, but you know, it's good to test out the portable setup anyway. I'm actually sitting in the guest room of my house right now because I don't have enough closet space in the master bedroom to fit all of my, my fancy clothes because our house is an older house. And as much as I love our house, I really, really do. It is a very nice house. A lot of these houses that were built in the 70s, 
they did not prioritize the size of bathrooms and closets. And I fucking hate that. If there's anything I could change about this house, I want a bigger master bathroom and a walk-in closet in the bedroom. But I don't have either one of those things. So I have to use the guest room closet for all my fancies. I'm actually sitting on the foot of the bed right now with my laptop on a chair in front of me. I've got a box full of merchandise right behind my back. Got my t-shirts and eight by tens, you know, all the shit that nobody wants to buy. I'm looking over at some of the, some of the clothes that I plan on wearing this weekend. I've got this really nice pink button up shirt that I just got. I'm looking forward to wearing that. Might wear that on Sunday and, uh, at championship wrestling, not hundred percent sure yet, but, uh, stay tuned to the YouTube channel because I might actually film me picking out my clothes for the weekend and other boring shit like that, you know, but outside of that, outside of this big weekend that I've got ahead of me that I will be sure to clue you guys in on after it gets done and let you guys know how everything went. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Sweet Sexy Rob if you want some live updates. I'll let you guys know how everything's going. But outside of all of that, I wanted to do some like Q&A stuff for this episode. Just something nice and easy that I don't have to edit too much so that I can get this episode done and in the can as fast as possible. And I asked uh, a lot of my co-workers who, you know, some of them watched wrestling a little bit when they were kids, and, and a good bit of them have never watched wrestling a day in their lives, but they're all very curious about this industry, and, and whenever we talk in, in morning meetings and stuff after I get done with the show, I usually get a lot of questions from these guys because they're just so curious because it's just such an... It's such an odd profession, and trust me, I get it. As the guy that works it, it is a very odd profession. So I asked them, I was like, hey guys, is there any questions that you would like me to answer on the show? And I got a nice list of questions right now, so we're going to go ahead and go through these real quick. If you would like to support the show, head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Rob Weathers, where you can pick up one of several t-shirt designs, including the brand new Main Event Heat Podcast shirt. That's ProWrestlingTees.com slash R-O-B-W-E-A-T-H-E-R-S. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Rob Weathers. All right, question one. This was, this is kind of a, so one person asked me, what is my favorite and least favorite gimmick? And then another person asked me a similar question. He said, what is the best wrestling gimmick and why is it Ernest the Cat Miller? He said that, you know, he used to watch it as a kid in the 90s and he said one of the only things that he really remembers was Ernest the Cat Miller in WCW. Fun little story about that. I don't know if I told this on the podcast or not. I'm pretty sure I didn't. I was in Lyons, Georgia a few weeks ago for this Return of the Elite show, right? And I'm hanging out backstage with some of the boys and I'm having a conversation with uh, my broadcast partner and Larry Otto, Brett Wolverton, and I hear this voice behind me. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, that sounds just like Ernest the Cat Miller. And then not five seconds later, Skyler gets up and walks behind me. And I hear Skyler go, hello, Ernest. Nice to meet you. My name's John Skyler. And I stand up and I'm like, holy fuck, that's Ernest the Cat Miller. What the fuck is he doing here? So I got to meet Ernest Miller. That was super cool. Seems like a really nice guy. But yeah, I, I was a really big fan of, of Ernest the Cat Miller too. He's one of those guys that as I've gotten older, I appreciate him so much more than I did as a kid. But yeah, I love Ernest. Uh, as far as my favorite and least favorite gimmicks, I don't know. Overall, I mean, I, you know, I have to say just especially coming from a, a kid's perspective, I was such a huge fan of, of D-Generation X. That's what got me into wrestling to begin with. So I'd have to just say like, especially if I'm thinking of like when I started watching wrestling, D-Generation X was always my favorite, you know, and both incarnations, Triple H and Sean, and then the, the DX army afterwards. 
So yeah, I mean, if if that's what we're going with, top of the head, you know, as a kid, I, I absolutely love Degeneration X, and you guys are probably gonna hate me for this, but least favorite, I've never ever been a fan of the Undertaker. I know, I know, I said it, I said it. String me up from the fucking rafters, guys. I've never been an Undertaker fan. The closest I ever got to being an Undertaker fan was the Ministry of Darkness, because he was basically just a cult leader, which is like, you know, that's actually fucking believable. And his song slapped. His song, whenever he was the leader of the ministry, that shit fucking slapped. But outside of that, like, I I fucking hate the supernatural stuff in wrestling. Like, there's a way to do it. Like, if you're a character like Aleister Black, where, like, his whole thing is just he's got mystique, but, like, he doesn't have, he doesn't prove to have any superpowers or anything. Like, he's not shooting fucking lightning from the rafters or nothing like The Undertaker does. I just always thought that shit was goofy, and, and nothing against Mark Calloway as a performer. I think he's a fantastic performer, and there's a reason that Vince McMahon wouldn't let him fucking retire for so many years. But, yeah, not a big Undertaker fan. I know, guys. I'm, I, I feel terrible saying it out loud. I really do. One of my coworkers asked this, and it's kind of a vague question. You know, he didn't really elaborate on it, but it's still a good question regardless. And I and I've got an answer for it. The question was, who would win if it wasn't scripted? I wish you would have given me examples, like between this person and this person, who would win if it wasn't scripted? Uh, you know what? I think uh, Haku would win everything if wrestling wasn't scripted. Haku would he would just show up to every wrestling match that existed and just beat everybody for real. That's probably what would happen. I think that's a good enough answer for that. But yeah, I think that, you know, to, to, to piggyback on that, though, I don't, I don't think a lot of people realize that there's so many people that get into professional wrestling from other sports and other, like, contact sports like football or people that have, like, legitimate amateur wrestling backgrounds. You know, I recently worked with Marina Shafir in championship wrestling. Marina Shafir was a fucking uh, MMA fighter before training to be a wrestler. Some people in this industry could actually whoop some fucking ass, you know? I know that a lot of people might not realize it because of how goofy his character is, but he's a friend of mine, and I know a lot about his past. Zicky Dice is a very, very well-versed amateur wrestler. He used to practice Sambo, Greco-Roman, all kinds of shit. Like, that dude could... If me and Zicky fucking grappled, he'd probably whoop my ass, and I'm not a slouch, you know? So... Yeah, a lot of people, I think a lot of people don't realize that. Like, some people that get into this business, it's not just, you know, people that are good-looking and, and and athletic with no real backgrounds, which those happen, you know. There's definitely, if you look at kind of what NXT's doing now, they're just really looking for good-looking people that are athletic that they can mold, but there are a lot of people in this business that can whoop some ass. Siaku. <laughs> Another one, what is the best entrance oh my god dude there's so many great entrances in professional wrestling i think that an entrance is just as important as everything else as a kid once again i'm probably gonna say degeneration x every time that break it down would hit i would just get so fucking hype and just ready to tear the house up now as an adult you know i i love malachi black's I really love his, you know, I love how the lights go out and then he pops up on different spots of the fucking ramp and the ring and all that. I think that's really cool. God, who else? 
Trey Miguel's got a new entrance where he like graffitis the fucking the video wall before he goes out to the ring. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, there's I, if I'm sure if I sat here and thought about it for a while, I could, I could probably give you guys a top 10 list. That's actually not a bad idea. I think a future episode will be top 10 best entrances in professional wrestling. That's really not a bad idea for an episode. But yeah, off the top of my head, as a kid, absolutely love DX. And as an adult, you know, right now, Malachi Blacks is one of my favorites. Another question that I got is who is my favorite heel in professional wrestling, specifically heel? Now, as you guys can probably tell, I didn't think too much ahead of time about who a lot of these answers were going to be, but this one I definitely thought a lot about. Who's my favorite heel? Now, for me, if you're going to be my favorite heel, you have to be somebody that I think gets booed for the right reasons and somebody that doesn't annoy me. You know, I I hate when there's so many characters that just annoy the shit out of me and people say, oh, that's them being a good heel. No, it's not. It's them being fucking annoying. Them being a good heel is them being a good heel. Like being a heel doesn't mean being annoying or being obnoxious. It means being a actual bad guy. Like you're not just a snob. You're a fucking bad guy and you get booed and I will boo you out of fucking respect if you're a good heel. Even if you're one of my favorites in the world, I'm not going to cheer you. I will boo you out of respect if you are a good heel. And the best example I can come up with, honestly, William Regal. William Regal is is one of the best heels in all of professional wrestling. He never had any kind of go-away heat with me. He never annoyed me. He was always a fucking pompous prick, but it wasn't annoying. Anytime he was babyface, that shit got go away heat with me. But heel William Regal? Absolutely not. That's not to say that William Regal's my favorite performer or even to say he's my favorite character. But as far as just somebody who understands the assignment of being a heel, William Regal's untouchable. Absolutely. I got a couple of more questions here. Another one, this this one is is a great question. And this this isn't just for, for people that watch wrestling on a daily. I think anybody can probably answer this question and have a pretty good opinion. What's the best wrestling video game? Now, as we all know, the N64 games had it going on. I'm actually looking at my N64 right now, and I've got WrestleMania 2000 sitting in the, in the cartridge slot right now. WrestleMania 2000... No Mercy, WCW versus NWO Revenge. Those right there are three of the best wrestling games in the world. PS2, it's fucking Here Comes the Pain. You know, Here Comes the Pain, in my opinion, can hang with all those N64 ones. For me, a personal favorite of mine is SmackDown versus Raw 06. Not because of the gameplay. I'm not a super huge fan of the gameplay. Specifically because of GM mode. That was the first of the three WWE games that had GM mode. And I think 06 was the best version of it. Outside of that, uh, a sleeper pick from me, I would say WWE All-Stars. I think that... That was at a point where they had been doing the simulation thing for a while, and that was a proper arcade wrestling game. They tried doing that again recently with WWE Battlegrounds, and that just, it just wasn't good. Just really, really wasn't a good game. It got very boring very fast. All-Stars, though, I'm actually looking at my copy of All-Stars right now. That's a fantastic game. All-Stars is one of my absolute favorites. But yeah, in my opinion... Those that I just listed, I think those are some of the best wrestling video games. If you guys have an opinion on that matter, email me, maineventheat at yahoo.com. I would love to hear what everybody else's opinions are. That's another one. That could be a great top 10 list.
And one last question before we get out of here. When I got this one, this one made me pop. And I think a lot of people might shy away from answering a question like this. Not me. Who is the most attractive wrestler? Ooh, that's a good question. And I've got opinions. I came up with a top five list off the top of my head of the most attractive women in professional wrestling. A little bit of a mix of past and present. Number five, I gave it to Tynar Conti. Number four, Trish Stratus. Number three, Tori Wilson. Number two, Brandy Rhodes. And number one, Melina. Especially now. Have y'all seen Melina lately? God damn, talk about a fine wine. But here's the thing. I'm not sexist over here at Main Event Heat. Main Event Heat, we're equal opportunity. So I'm going to give you guys a list of the most attractive men in wrestling too. And, uh, you know, I didn't have too much of a personal opinion on this matter. So I had to reach out to my wife and ask her, hey, I need some help here. Uh, Who are some of the most attractive male wrestlers in your opinion? And she was like, gee, I don't know. And then proceeds to give me a massive list after that. And one of my friends is on this list. And that kind of bothered me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. But I took her list and I made my own personal top five out of it. Number five is Kevin Owens. That's my my fellow big boy. Absolutely love Kevin Owens. Number four, John Schuyler. That's that's a friend of mine. Kind of weird that my wife thinks that John's attractive, especially considering she's going to see him this weekend. uh, That doesn't sit very well with me. Uh, (laughs) Number three, uh, Adam Cole. Yeah, I can't help but agree there. Number two, Ethan Page. Of course, tightest tits in the game. We all know. And number one, I actually, she did not come up with the number one. I came up with the number one off the top of my head because there was one man in wrestling that I absolutely had an opinion on. That's Andrade El Idolo. That's a gorgeous fucking man right there. Like, absolutely. Like, if I had to, you know what I'm saying? Like, like if I've gone to my head, life or death, I had to, you know, with one male wrestler. Sorry, Andrade. I pick you, buddy. <laughs> But anyway, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Main Event Heat. Like I said, I'm on the road this weekend. I hope to have some updates for you guys via my social media and the YouTube page. If you're not already subscribed, go find Main Event Heat on YouTube right now. We don't have enough uh, subscribers to actually have a set URL. So go ahead and subscribe to that page. Let me get to that. Find Main Event Heat on YouTube. If you would like to follow me on social media at Sweet Sexy Rob on Instagram and Twitter, if you would like to write into the show, you can do so by sending an email to maineventheat at yahoo.com. And once again, thanks for hanging out.